There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone a cup of murder. There's no doubt that some men and women thrive on the thought of being famous. On February 15, 1994, a man in the middle of a murder trial made the shocking choice to plead guilty to multiple murders. A man who, when asked why he committed these crimes, said he wanted to be a superstar like Ted Bundy. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Danny Rowling, born May 26, 1954, was told from an early age by his own father that he was unwanted. This same man abused his wife and children and, on one occasion, even sent his wife to the hospital after forcing her to cut herself with a razor. This man was also a Shreveport police officer, so leaving him was difficult. So, as a teen, Danny acted out. He was arrested several times for robbery and was caught spying on a woman as she dressed. As an adult, in 1990, Danny attempted to kill his father during a family argument. His father walked away with one less eye and ear. All of this to say, Danny Rowling was a ticking time bomb who was ready to explode on August 24, 1990 in Gainesville, Florida. The Gainesville Ripper broke into the apartment of 17-year-old university freshman Sonia Larson and Christina Powell. Once inside, he left a sleeping Christina on the couch and prowled upstairs. That's where he found Sonia sleeping in her bedroom. He taped her mouth shut and stabbed her to death as she tried to fight him off. He then went back downstairs, taped Christina's mouth, and bound her wrists behind her back. He cut off her clothing and raped her before stabbing her five times in the back. The bodies were then posed in sexually suggestive positions. He took a shower and left the apartment. The very next day, he broke into the home of 18-year-old Krista Hoyt. When he noticed the girl wasn't home, he sat in her living room and waited. When she returned around 11 a.m., she was attacked from behind and placed in a chokehold. Once subdued, her mouth was taped shut, hands bound, clothes cut off, and raped. Just like Christina Powell, she was forced face down and stabbed in the back. Krista's heart was ruptured with one of the stabs. He then decapitated the young girl and placed her head on the shelf facing her corpse. At this point, the murders were quickly linked. At both scenes, underwear was missing, a knife was used on all three girls, adhesive tape, and, at both scenes, body parts were missing. The college town of Gainesville, Florida, knew that they had a serial killer at large. Students began calling home, many were withdrawing from school, and all were traveling in packs. A task force was created, and the media circus began. On August 27th, Danny broke into the apartment of 23-year-old Manny Taboda and Tracy Paulus. He found Manny asleep and, after a brief struggle, killed the young man. Hearing her roommate's attack, Tracy went down the hall and saw Danny. She attempted to barricade herself in her room, but he broke through. She, just like the women before her, had her mouth taped, wrist bound, clothes cut off, and raped. 
she was also turned over and stabbed in the back and posed in a sexual manner. Manny's body was left as is. Manny was the first and only male Danny Rowling killed. All of his victims were small white females with brown hair and brown eyes. With very little to go on, police had two suspects, one of which was Edward Humphrey, a University of Florida student with a history of mental illness. His photo was shown constantly in the media, and he wouldn't be cleared until after Danny Rowling was arrested. And that didn't happen until September 7, 1990, when he was caught for burglary in Ocala. During that investigation, his tools were matched to that of the Gainesville Ripper. Later, Danny's one-man camp where he was living was located. It was just by the apartment complexes of most of the local students, including his victims. Not just that, but audio recordings of Danny singing country music he wrote, alluding to the crimes, were found. There was no doubt Danny Rowling was their man, and he was charged in November of 1991. After his arrest, Louisiana authorities contacted Florida with some suspicions that Danny may have been involved in an unsolved triple murder in his hometown of Shreveport. On November 4, 1989, 55-year-old William Grissom, his 24-year-old daughter Julie, and 8-year-old grandson Sean were attacked in their home as they prepped for dinner. Julie's body had been mutilated and posed like those in Gainesville. When Danny Rowling was brought to trial, he claimed his motive was to become a superstar like that of Ted Bundy. Well, he got his wish. On February 15, 1994, before his trial could officially begin, Danny Rowling shocked the world when he pled guilty to his crimes. He was sentenced to death on April 20, 1994. Just before his execution, Danny handed his spiritual advisor and Florida police a handwritten letter. In it, he apologized for the murders he committed as the Gainesville Ripper and took responsibility for the murders in Shreveport 17 years earlier. Danny Rowling was executed by lethal injection on October 25, 2006. One more fact before you go. Screenwriter Kevin Williamson took inspiration from Danny Rowling and his crimes. He used his crimes to write the 1996 slasher film, Scream. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 16th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.